0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes because leaders know how to be concise. And I am very excited and grateful to have Josh Rockwell as our guest today. He is the CEO of Rockwell Process Consulting out of Long Beach, California. Josh, thank you so much for being on our episode and our show today. What would you like the people to know about you and your company?
1: Good morning, Sean. It's great to be here. Uh, Basically, we help businesses uh, save time, money, and resources. Uh, Anybody that's struggling wants to do a little bit better, um, we can come in and help.
0: That's awesome. So a process improvement consulting company, is
1: that it? Yes, we're focused on continuous improvement all day, every day.
0: Oh, I like that. I'm a big fan of growth and improvement. So I highly endorse what you're doing. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you again for being on the show. Let's go ahead and jump right into the questions here. Our first question Share with the uh, the audience an experience that you've had of collaboration within a team.
1: Well, uh, one that comes to mind was uh, kind of an urgent uh, team moment. A, one of my previous uh, salary positions, uh, we had an auditor show up at our facility uh, to inspect for, uh, for uh, compliance. And... We had an event happen where we had a, uh, a bag of product spill over because of um, something that had backed up in the system, and that was not going to be acceptable to the auditor <laughs> uh, since one of the things they're looking for is cleanliness. Uh, so they were already at the front office, and I was out in the production area, and I was right there when it happened. And instant, you know, felt that instant panic of, oh no, <laughs> how are we ever going to deal with this? Yeah. Uh, this is an impossible situation. Um, and I just started grabbing people and saying, you know, grab a broom, grab a brush, grab a hose, grab a shovel, grab whatever you can. And I just started getting people that I could see over there and then started running around to grab more people. Because as you know, you know, if, if I had just jumped in, um, I'm only helping myself. And we've got other people around the facility that could be helping. So even though I would be contributing, I could contribute more by going and grabbing more resources, more people to get more hands on deck. We, you know, If we had a, a minute to, to grab four more people, that's way worth the time. And a lot of people started saying the same thing that I was thinking originally. There's no way we can get this done. This is an impossible situation. There's no way we're going to make it. And I'm like, look, they're not here yet. We don't know where they're at. We still have time let's keep going. We can do this. Uh, And just trying to stay as positive as possible. Like this is possible. We'll get it. And we even had a a delivery uh, 18 wheeler parked and uh, that spill had gone under the truck and into the wheels. So we had to actually coordinate with the truck driver to get him to slowly roll out of that spill and we could rinse his wheels off so that it wouldn't track through the plant. And We stuck with it. Uh, I kept having to encourage everybody to keep going, keep going, keep going. And we finally got it done. And I ran around high-fiving everyone, literally ran around screaming like, we did it. We did it. Thank you. So you guys are awesome. High-fiving everybody. Uh, It was a real moment of of, uh, excitement. And and literally, as soon as I stopped high-fiving everybody, the plant manager walked around the corner with the auditor. And so we literally made it by a few seconds. Um, But that's the power of teamwork. And uh, encouragement, positivity.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. There's a lot of great nuggets out of that story about the positivity you talked about, even a little bit of delegation that sometimes mm-hmm. it's better not to try and do it yourself,
1: right? But to right. spread
0: it out, the collaboration, everybody working together. That's a great story. A lot of, of great principles that you bring out in that simple story, but, uh, I'm glad Thank you me. were able to get through that audit without, and that inspection without too much uh, problem there other than yeah. just a little bit of stress. It and was a
1: really, really exhilarating moment, a couple of minutes.
0: Oh, that's a a good word, exhilarating. So (laughs) good for you. Question number two, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to measure engagement. Tell us your thoughts.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I found it hard to do that. I mean, I've I've taken part in uh, surveys, you know, online surveys and things like that. Um, It's easy to just kind of fly through those and just pencil, you know, pencil whip those and, and kind of put the checks in the boxes, um, literally on the form and figuratively, uh, for the whole thing, I found the best way to, to measure engagement is to really stay engaged myself and talk to people. Uh, it's, it's more than just that moment as well. It's creating and fostering, um, uh, a, a safe space for people to share and feel, um, safe to to be open and and have empathy for people and situations uh, do a lot more listening. Uh, You know, you get two ears and one mouth. Um, So try to just always encourage that environment so that when uh, people feel the need to share um, or you see something might be brewing, you can ask and people actually feel comfortable to share.
0: Great comments. I really like those comments a lot. You,
1: you, you, you're very good,
0: Josh, taking a whole bunch of information and, Put it into a really short period of time there because you you mentioned it's, several things whether it was empathy whether it was the safe space openness all of those kinds of things so I and, and not letting things just be a checkbox so I love those yeah. those answers great comments
1: thank you it's it's a skill I've been developing be well,
0: <laughs> yes and that's that's good I'm impressed so very, very well done question number three based on your experience Josh what is one quality of a confident
1: leader. I think uh, it, one thing is hard to to pick, but if I had to pick one, I would go with empathy. Um, it's in my experience, it's been very uncommon, uh, and I believe that, that people leaders do have to have confidence in that empathy to carry it, to to exercise it. Um, there's a lot of old school folks out there that think you know the the tough love and the 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 rule with the iron fist is still the way to go. Um, and, and I've experienced a lot of, uh, pushback with my empathy, uh, from leaders above me that, that that's not the way to go. It's, you know, I'm just a softy and, um, you know, I found that it's the best, it gets the best results. Um, but you have to be brave, uh, around certain people to, to, to execute that and, and to be consistent with it. Um, and it's the thing that I've found most valuable and desirable in a leader. Any good leader that I've had has had empathy.
0: Great comment again. Yeah, I I completely agree. Empathy is is a core quality of a really confident leader to be able to show that empathy. So great comment. Question number four. Is there a person that you'd like to recognize that has had an impact in your life? Which is a tough question, I know, but let's see what you can do.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I actually would point to my brother, um, and he may be very surprised to hear that, um, a couple of different reasons. One kind of on the higher level, uh, when we were younger, he was, he's kind of a real super adventure guy. Um, you know, <laughs> no limits, sort of, sort of kind of way. He, he was a rock climber, mountain biker, ice climber, uh, did a lot of the extreme sports and, uh, he never really had a plan exactly. He was just go out for the excitement and see what happened um, i I'm a very reserved and calculated person. so his sense of adventure and and not caring so to speak, um, rubbed off on me and it allowed me to combine the two for you know what everybody refers to as calculated risk, right? I'm not gonna do anything really stupid, but um, there's times where you know, you're you're if you want to do better, if you want to have a great time, if you want to get great results, you, you're going to have to take risk. Um, but you have to know what the risks are going in to be able to account for those and, and mitigate them, and try to minimize them as much as possible. Uh, so, so there's one, and then another one specifically. Uh, there was a relationship that I was in a couple of years ago, and I was really committed to making it work, and he for years has always said, you know, I'm a jerk, I'm a jerk, I'm a jerk. And uh, I was so committed to this relationship. I'd always brush that off. But I, I I said, you know what, I'm so committed to making this work. I'm willing to listen to what he has to say. And I, and I listened. And then I didn't believe any of what he said. <laughs> and uh, I hung up the phone. And I said, you know, what? I'm so into this, making this work that I'm willing to do a thought experiment. Okay, pretend I am a jerk. And what would what were the things that maybe I could have done that could have possibly been construed as being a jerk? And I started to think about it. And then my color wheel uh, training has started to come in and, and you learn about your personality, other people's and how they interact. And when you get into stressful, tough times, when you, you, you tend to lean on your strengths and those can be taken as weaknesses. So my strengths of, of knowledge, teaching, Uh, persistence started to come across as arrogance and being overbearing. And, and that um, in that relationship, I started to apply that learning and it was kind of an aha moment. And then because I saw that of someone who had been telling me for years about this specific behavior, I didn't realize about, I started to think about that in more areas of my life and try to be more conscious of it uh, day to day. So that's, that's had a really big impact uh, and it's helped communication. And I think that communication is like the root of most, if not all problems. So having that self-awareness has helped me um, work through problems more and eliminate a lot more, I think.
0: Well, those are great answers. Um, And I appreciate you recognizing your brother. And I'm always... I always think it's, it's neat when a, a guest recognizes a family member. So I appreciate that. And as well as that other story about doing a little more self-reflection based on some input that you'd received. So great comments. All right. Our last question, Josh, tell us a little bit about your first job.
1: Yeah. So I was, a uh, an R and D, um, uh, engineer, I guess, uh, doing product development. Uh, my, my boss at the time was, uh, very supportive, uh, was very interested in seeing me succeed a great teacher, uh, a great listener. Um, he took my ideas seriously and I was actually involved in not just the R and D side of things of doing the research in the lab, but he would take me out with him to the production line and help him run the, the, uh, the trials. So I could see that all the way through from idea stage, all the way through lab development, uh, product development on the machines into the final product. So that was really cool to to actually be involved in the whole process and be treated as an equal, even as an extremely junior person. Um, And that really was very enabling to me to want to interact more and contribute more, uh, to be more a part of the team.
0: I really like that because your first job turned out to be a really positive experience, first of all, because some first jobs are not. Yeah. But you also had a mentor that invested some time with you and uh, really helped you see vision and being able to look ahead. So that's a great story. Thank you for sharing yeah. that as well. Well, Josh, thank you again for being on the podcast today. How can people find you?
1: Sure. So you can find me on my website, rockwellprocessconsulting.com. I've also got a YouTube channel that I'm building uh, with case studies. And you can search for me on YouTube at Rockwell Process Consulting. Uh, Those are the two main ways. I've got a Twitter handle, uh, Rockwell Process. Uh, So I post things there and also on LinkedIn.
0: Fantastic. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, teamengagementpodcast.com. And we would also appreciate it if you would subscribe to the either the audio version of the podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube to follow that or subscribe to it or whatever the latest thing that you're supposed to do is. But we would appreciate all of that. Thanks so much for joining us today and have a great day.